0: Cool.
1: Greetings, my most excellent friends, and welcome back to the San Diego School of Film podcast. Please join us on our most excellent adventure through time as we discuss all genres of film. My name is Tim. With me in the booth, as per usual, is Brad, Al, and Jules. How are the three of you? Whoa, we're good. We're good.
2: Brad's Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi.
1: <laughs> You're looking sound pretty good, which is awesome. Um, Julian, you are taking us through the circuit of time today. Back to, so. there's going to a lot of numbers coming up. Back to 2019 to watch the war film 1917. There you
2: go. <laughs> that could get confusing quick.
1: It could. Um,. So yeah, looking forward to it. Before we get started here at the San Dimas School of Film, it's important that we acknowledge and are grateful to our first storytellers, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, the traditional custodians of the unceded lands we are recording on. Let's hit that booth, Jules. Back to 2019. 2019. history ah
2: 2019
1: before the pandemic it was ah, geez it was just yesterday um to let's let's relive that year by going into what is one of my favorite segments it is (gasps) History with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: must sound ridiculous in this household. Uh,
2: I think slightly off key there on that one, but it's was was so I? I loved it yeah, a little bit, just a little bit. It was That's great. It's
1: all part of the show. <laughs>
3: cool. All right. Um, I was about to say 1917, but no, 2019. <laughs> I know,
4: right? Um, <laughs> Very confusing.
3: Yeah. Uh, Alright, so uh, 19, uh, this film was rated R, correct? <laughs> yep. Fair point. Um, yep. <laughs> that Lots works of nodding. Justified. Yep. Justified. Um, really? Yep. Uh, yeah. Hour and 59 minutes, which was very nice runtime. And it was shot in 2.39 to 1. I don't know what it, that means. It
1: was quite wide from. Mm.
3: Yeah. It wasn't um, it, this yeah. um uh, won three Oscars and was nominated in other awards for over two hundred different um awards in like mm. in Baftas mm. and, and whatever mm. all that sort of stuff or whatever. But um, reasonable, yeah, it, 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 reasonable. It, it was a bit of a standout film for uh, for that year. Uh, it cost ninety five million to make and made three hundred and eighty five million in the first year.
1: Ugh. Gosh, that feels
4: cheap. It feels it really you, yeah, it? yeah, I, I for want to
3: the, get into that. Th- yeah. Mhm. Um, yeah. Mm. I'm looking forward to you getting into that. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't really done anything as far as history, at Brad goes, because it, realistically, it's just it feels like it was only last week, but it was actually two years ago. Yeah. But, you know, we all know what happened in 2019, so I thought we'd just get into it realistically. Mm.
4: Yeah. Um, oh, uh, just, all right. <laughs> just before we crack in uh, off the back of last episode, I've got chalk tops for everyone here. Oh, uh, boy. Oh, no, so if you can virtually just, eat that for me. That would be I'll just, <laughs> look. I'll actually eat it for you. How about that?
1: Okay. <laughs> just, just spend the episode eating, Al.
4: Yeah, yep. yeah. So I've got a, I've got a mint here and a, a boysenberry. Ooh. I think you I'll requested. Mint, oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I'll just, I'll just eat my way through them. Mm. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Nineteen
3: seventeen. Nineteen seventeen. Um. Jules lent me this film a while ago, <laughs> and my DVD player stuffed up, so I'd only seen probably about maybe 15 minutes into it, and I was kind of oh, hooked, shit. and it was really pissed me off that that, had, that it had failed, so I never got to watch it again, so I watched it, um, not last night, the night before. Um, oh, oh,
2: so this is like, you can almost this, call it a first viewing. This is yeah. definitely my
3: first viewing of the entire film. Cool. Um, oh, yeah, fuck, cool. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Heavy Right Holy shit yeah. um, It's um, Look I, I, I tried to sum it up to someone and I said it's probably Like a It's in a similar vein I suppose To kind of like A Saving Private Ryan But not really um, But in that yeah. Sort of Esky sort of I suppose that
2: Gotta get somewhere To save the
3: day Yeah That's kind, of, kind of What I was thinking To try and it's save a, It's a side mission yeah. yeah It um, is a
2: stunningly
4: Simple plot mm. Absolutely like, Stunningly this simple is, yeah. This is an absolute Technical masterpiece mm-hmm. mm. But yeah The plot And and uh, Colin Firth Explains the plot In like <laughs> The
1: you know first think.
3: two minutes Yeah He's
4: yeah, <laughs> yeah. like You know maps You gotta get from here to here In this time Go mm. Yep. Go
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah And here's, here's the reason why
4: Yeah, yeah. But
2: I mean like I suppose that's You need a film that's got a simple storyline considering how they wanted to shoot it. I mean, obviously the big thing about this movie is it's that whole single shot thing Mm -hmm. uh, through the entirety of the film, except maybe... I feel like there is a bit of a, you know, like a halfway mark there when he when he does get There's totally he an interval shot, shot, and
4: it's yeah, a, he gets knocked an out and, out. and yeah. it's about halfway yeah, it's through the film. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's perfect. It's so a stunning, beyond yeah, the only thing that doesn't happen is it that says that. interval on the film. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So aside from that, you know, yeah, single shot, so you know, in order to achieve that, you know, you, you have to keep the plot simple. Mm. You know, we're following two guys. I to be brutally honest, you know, like I was I was really um Really surprised when Blythe died in the films, kind of so early on. To be honest, was not expecting that. I must say, was not expecting that at all. Kind of came out of left field for me. I was, I really thought we were going to follow both of these guys. I thought it was going to be one of those stories where we follow them the whole time, and you know they they pull each other through adversity. You know, like I thought it was going to be multiple. you know, kind of events similar to the tripwire explosive going mm. off in the mine. Yeah, mm. I thought it was going to be that, and then all of a sudden he dies, and I'm like I mean, oh yeah, and spoiler alert for the listeners at home that haven't seen this but, um, but then Because he was being set up yeah. as
3: being the main character of the film. Yes! Yeah. Yeah. 100%. He was the,
4: the protagonist He was like his brother, he yeah. knew the maps he was being mm. sent on the mission, which I think makes it you know, even more effective that because there's that whole conversation after they come out of the tunnels, where he's like, "Why did you pick me?" I yeah, he's don't like want, I don't a jerk. Want, yeah, yeah, I can't believe you picked me. Yeah, and he's like, "We'll go back then," you know, like. So he's already reluctantly there. I mean, they're all reluctantly mm. there,
2: but. I mean, even earlier that when they're walking through the trenches, Schofield is like, yeah. "Hey, let's let's just wait until dark. Let's wait yeah. until dark. Let's not go now." you know, like, he's, and, and Blythe is just like, "No, nah, it's not your brother." Like, you know, we're mm. really on board with Blythe being the protagonist. And mm. next thing you know, he's cooked. It's like, oh, dude, it's
4: great. Such a it's such a great shift.
3: Yeah, and in a very mm. um, unceremonious death as well. Like, yeah. uh, you know, he was actually trying to help that guy. Um,
4: yeah. Yeah, because Schofield's like, oh, just put him out of his misery. And he's like, no, he... no, no, go get water. Did
1: anyone else notice that you you literally watch him go grey? Yeah. You know oh, yes. And then blue. Oh, yeah, man. like it... Mm-hmm.
2: It's...
1: He's obviously losing his blood. Like, oh. like
2: it, it really is...
4: <laughs> you're cold because the blood is running out of you, Roach. You're going to be dead soon. <laughs> I hope it was
2: worth it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it it really is, you know, like, what's that old saying? Like, every, every shot... Uh, an art piece or something—is that how it goes? Every frame it's of painting, film. every frame of painting. Thank you. And mm. it's like this film, like it's so crazy considering it is just one continuous shot. Um, that really, it just there's really no points in this film where it doesn't look incredible. And there is there is a few outstanding scenes in this mm. which we can get into later. But like it is. It is just one. It's visual porn. Is this shot? Oh, maybe I shouldn't use that term with this particular film, no. but but it's like it's just unreal. You know, like the way it's done, and there's there's always so much going on in the background of each. That's what shot. I was going to say.
3: There's so much detail in every single frame, in every yeah. in every set, and the sets themselves were just holy shit. They were insane. Like they were huge for a start. I was trying to work yeah. out, like, where have they filmed this? It's it's unreal. Like, the the mm. reality of the war scenes was just unbelievable. And just the detail in, in like, even in the background, the stuff that was in the background, because I, I went back and watched a few of the scenes again afterwards just to mm. sort of have a look into the detail. It was unbelievable, the effort that's gone into mm. this film. And, mm. and it shows that, like, when you're watching it, it's... it's, it's yeah.
4: It's beautifully crafted exposition is what's happening mm, uh-huh. um, so like, like there are a couple of really simple ones when <laughs> when he's like they're talking to that um, sar, sergeant maybe I can't remember Mark uh, Strong no 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 before that the guy from Fleabag if anyone's watched the priest from Fleabag anyway he's like he gives him the flare gun oh so yeah so when they go he's oh, like yeah. go past the dead horses and keep going yeah. and so the first horse you see is dead and there are flies buzzing all over it. But the next horse you see, you know, meters forward is like half skeleton. Like it's completely rot. It's been away. there for so, a long time. So that yeah. immediately gives you, you know, in just that shot, that, that immediately gives you a period of time that they've mm. been here, they've been doing mm. it. Same with all the guys in the trenches. They, I, I was Im- stunned by how, uncomfortably comfortable everybody was in the trenches you know like they've been there and sleeping you know dudes are asleep and dudes are just having a smoke and having a chat and a laugh like they've been in those trenches Mm. for months and months like you know and it's just they're they're battle yeah and it's such simple storytelling for them to just
1: pass um yeah it's like it's not a bunch of guys in a trench it's guys that have made a home you can see that they've made a home here Mm. Yeah. yeah
2: When they, obviously I mean you know, I'm not going to claim to be very knowledgeable with you know World War 1 sp- specifics and things like that not a bit but like you know one thing that caught me by surprise with this film was how they actually name the trenches they give it like street names, big names. Yeah. so yeah. you can I mean you have to I suppose like because every trench ends up looking the same and and you know, you've got to give it these names to understand where yeah. you are, and probably really what is somewhat of a maze, I can imagine, at some point. And the oh, fact that they're oh, one, so
4: some of them are one yeah. way, you know, like, yeah, mm, yeah they get yelled right, at. That You're guy. going up a down trench, you, you idiot. And...
2: Orders of yeah. the general, sir. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all
4: that stuff is just like glorious exposition mm. as we're going along. Like, that, yeah. it's a real setup, that whole trench walk at the start.
3: Yeah. Mm but it's also well, it's actually- the transition, though, of when they're like from the start, when they're asleep under those trees in that beautiful paddock and it's just grass and flowers, and then they get up and they walk, and it's that slow transition from that greenery into the desolate wasteland that's the mm. battlefield. And even mm. when no they come, land. when they've gone through that and they've gone through No Man's Land and they've gone through the mine and stuff, and then they go through it again, back into mm. the, the greenery again. And mm. it's just, it's unbelievable. Like the, the cinematography is just. The
1: cinematography Same. is insane. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So it was our uh, our friend Richard Deakins, who was a cinematographer, and you know he's done he's done everything, basically. Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's know, just done it all. He's just done it all.
4: All the good ones. He's worked with the um, the Coen Brothers, heaps. Doubt, True Grit, In Time. He's he's worked with Sam Mendes before, the director of this film, who directed mm. the last two Bonds. Um, he did Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Sicario, oh oh yeah.
3: Prisoners. So <laughs> he's done a lot stuff. of
4: Denny Villeneuve. Like this, guy, you know, the guy's just like got a. He was, he was the unending, Yeah, an unending list of stuff we love. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and he should get every every. Little morsel of accolade for this, like it's. I reckon working on Bond
3: films, though, you're going to pick up a lot of tricks about how to make things look fantastic with, you know, with certain things because obviously Bond films have got massive budgets and they're very action packed and they need dramatic influence and need screen presence and everything. There'd be lots of little things that I reckon you'd pick up doing Bond films that would translate. Not that this was not well, I suppose it was an action film in some extent, but. Yeah. Just, it's so sim- funny because things you'd learn would be translated yeah nicely. it's
4: interesting like you, if you look back at the like you know he's done most of the Coen brother films which are so stylized mm-hmm. you know like it's it's definitely a, a vision <clears throat> that he's been able to put down on film for them like you know it's mm. I think the Bond film like he did Skyfall um, and it's I don't know like it, it's you know it's like is that the latest one? No, Spectre's the... Mm. Spectre, Spectre was the is most the recent most one. one. Yeah, Spectre was, yeah.
3: yeah. Um, I kind of lost track of films.
4: Yeah, look, I can't tell any of the new ones apart, to be honest. Um,
1: it was because they're the same.
3: Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. I feel...
4: Whereas, like, I feel like... And, like, he did um, Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. Yeah. Is that good? It's so good. It's super slow. It's a hard yeah. yeah. watch. It looks amazing. Mm. Like, yeah, It's yeah, it right. glorious it's a to watch. watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um. Yeah, so you know, as soon as as soon as his name comes up, you're like, oh, okay, this is you know, this is definitely a thing. Um, but I think what sets this apart is it's not just that it looks good, but it it's the this is such a technical feat. Yeah, mm-hmm. to get this to happen, like, so all these sets were built. There's right? nothing pre-existing. Well, and it's all exterior sets. Mm. And they they I was reading they rehearsed for like six months.
1: Yeah, I heard that. Like mm. dress like rehearsals and stuff so they could get it right. Had
4: to be, everything yeah. had to be timed. Like the trench had to be the right length for that mm. passage of dialogue. Because at the next bit of dialogue, there was a, you know, there's a transition... And they, But they need a corner to help with that transition because the camera's not cutting away. So there's mm. like... It's this combination of, of photography, set construction and planning and blocking and like blocking out these actors. Like the well, blocking is And just, execution
1: too because they've got to save yeah. the lines in the right amount of time and the yeah. pacing and all that sort of thing. I mean, mm. uh, to be devil's advocate, um, do you think... This and I love the technique, the the single shot technique with the invisible edits and this sort of stuff. Is this a way that they have? I'm going to use your terminology, Al. Have they Daniel Day-Lewis the <laughs> filming of this? Because a lot of look, uh, this is my second viewing of this. Not a lot same. of the time, I'm looking for I'm looking for where they've cut it. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to find uh, them. Right. And yeah. I, and I know that while it's beautifully done and it's it's flawless really like because I couldn't mm. pick most of them to be honest oh. and but it it was taking me away from it a little just a little bit None, so, you know
2: I think for, for me it's it was really a case of uh being on this journey with this guy like you know we've got such a small amount of time we're we're really just following the story with these one slash two guys and we really wanted to be with them every step of the way to to really experience the entirety of the journey that he goes on in order to achieve his goal.
1: Well, and and the, the flip side of what I'm saying as well is that it creates this masterful tension mm. uh, in the scene because there's no respite. There's yeah. no cuts to hide behind. You feel exposed with the characters the whole time yeah. because yes. it is this continuous... Shot. You're following them the whole I, time.
4: Yeah. What I really felt. So, Timmy, in in answer to your Daniel Day Lewising it, I I did feel that the first watch. I like. I this is my mm-hmm. second watch too. And once you can identify one of the cuts, you can see them. Mm-hmm. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, there's one. There's one. But this time, I got I got more into it. And, you know, mm-hmm. I moved past that that aspect of it. Um, and the, the word that keeps coming back into my head is the momentum you are like swept mm. along you are carried along with the momentum of this film and, mm. and it's really um, it's super tense as a result you can't, you oh, can't yeah. go backwards you, you see how little they stop they get the opportunity to stop And you're really being like pushed and pulled and carried through this journey with them. And I Mm. found it really like intense this time. Well, because as a viewer, there's
1: no escape, right? Like we're not cutting to the generals back at, you know, we're not cutting to other characters or anything to then come back or anything. We're we're there the whole time. Yeah.
2: I was just, I think about a lot of other like, you know, war films, like even Saving Private Ryan is a good example, like where there are we have cuts between them walking long distances. Yeah, we come in for a little bit of dialogue, but then we go for a wide shot and then it cuts to them entering somewhere else. And it gives it this false sense of safety, I reckon. Like, Mm. you know, when they're just cruising along and they're just chatting or, you know, when we have a, you know, a transition that's clearly going from one time to another with, you know, who knows how much time in between, you know, you're just like, okay, it was just a walk, you know, like it gives you that false sense of security. When with this film you know we've we go from like this little orchard to someone getting stabbed to he's jumping across a collapsed bridge and there's a sniper trying to shoot him like it doesn't matter where we are on the film at any point of time we are on that heightened mm. level and anticipating mm. danger Along with our character, because we don't get that break, we don't get that. Ah, oh, cool. Then he walked for a few hours, and it was all just good. You know, like correct. Yeah. And we're
4: just watching. We're watching the story yeah. unfold. We that's- are literally like pulled along with it. Yeah,
1: you're almost yeah, like kind of moment- you're almost trying to look around corners with him and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's well, it's- even when they go, Brad. so no, no. I'll kick her.
2: I was going to say, when they come out of the mine, so after the explosion, they have the talk, you know, why did you pick me? They're walking through that artillery area oh, uh, yeah. with, with all the destroyed cannons. And um, Blythe even says to Scovid, he's like, oh, you know, keep an eye on the trees up there for, you know, for snipers or something. I think he just says, keep an eye on the tree line. Mm. And it's just like that. Little reminder, even though we're walking through this minefield, they're having this you know bit of exposition about this rat biting this guy's ear off and things like that. Uh, but we're still just like oh hey you know, make sure we're keeping an eye out be wary um be wary you know like
1: what was the just, what was the younger brother's name again
2: Tom uh Tom was it yeah I think so shit I can't remember geez he yeah. he's, he's not
1: a, he's not could have been quiet like he's you'd think there'd be a bit more whispering going on he's, he was just non-stop just yapping the whole time I'm like shh
4: dude,
2: oh, no, dude there could be people here <laughs> oh
3: yeah <laughs> um Lance, um, Lance Corporal Blake is all Lance yeah. Blake yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, who I was trying to work out who he was but he's from um, Game of Thrones um, which is okay. interesting because his brother was in the movie was also from Game of Thrones oh really (laughs) but but the thing I couldn't get past um, which made me laugh which just at the start and then for the rest of the film I just kept calling him and Jules would probably understand this but um, being a Formula One guy he looks exactly like Lando Norris so for the rest of the film, I just kept calling him Lando. Oh my god! He's like absolutely even, looks like Lando Norris. And I was watching the like the qualifying from the race today, and I'm just like, hey, I saw you in the movie last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my I god. couldn't get over that. I like, couldn't get past the fact he's just like the spinning image of, of Lando Norris. But um, wow. he does.
1: The other he? with uh, Richard Madden who plays his his big brother. Um, yeah. Has anyone here seen Bodyguard?
2: Yes, well, the bodyguard.
1: Um, no, Bodyguard, as in the TV series. It's The series? Yeah. Oh, I've heard you talk oh, about it. Really good. Get on it. It's, it's awesome. He's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. brilliant in it, right. yeah, if you get the chance.
2: Oh, I didn't realise that was him. Yeah, yeah, that was him. Yeah. No, it's good. He's
1: really good. He's very that. good, He's yeah. phenomenal. And he was brilliant in this. I thought, like, I generally, when this, because it was obviously towards the end, San Dimas style, um, yeah. his raw emotion and... Yeah, it was good to see him it was just it was full on like I and as soon as the film finished I just kind of stood up and I just I turned to my partner and went oh I just feel like crying now like I just (laughs) I just felt just horrific at the end of Um, this movie
3: there was there were some really really big scenes in this for me I was like really uh, I kept looking around in the background a lot of the scenes and and stuff and there were some the a lot of the scenes was that was one of them was where he meets finally meets the guy's brother and he says he's just me but older Mm. And you hear him talking and straight away, like, you don't even see him You go, that's him. That's Yeah, there he is. Yeah, yeah. And we, like, even we could pick that. But mm. then there was the, um, there was some really beautiful scenes in it when, you know, he was, uh, they were walking through the orchard and when, when they'd cut down all the trees and he was telling him about the blossoms and everything like that. Mm. And then mm. after he's, like, jumped into the river, and he's floating away and he's literally drowning. Like, he's given up, he's drowning. And then mm. the blossoms start to just appear in the water Yeah And he like looks at the blossoms And it's like it lifts him back to this He's He's, he's Regains his motivation again Yeah And then that, that cool. scene Is absolutely And It took me a while to sort of understand what was going on That scene All of a sudden becomes uh, Just Horrific Because almost yeah. Like he's going through the, that first little village Or the house where they Where he Um Blake dies and then he goes yeah. into that town where he meets the French girl and the, and it's not her baby like we realise yeah. it's not her baby it's like yeah. and I'm sitting there going where is everyone what's happened to everyone and he's floating down the river and all of a sudden he ends up at the dam and there's all the bodies there and I'm thinking oh they're just soldiers you look at the clothing yeah, like, they're the people from the village Yeah, uh, and I'm like yeah. fuck fuck Oh, and he's like, man. "Oh man, so there's so much going on in the background of this film that they like. It doesn't need to be explained. It's like you just you just keep mm. watching, and it just layer upon layer. The, of just yeah, the detail is, is the detail. Is considering, insane considering,
2: considering we don't actually see any battles. Like we see obviously the guys going over the trench. There's a, a bit of gunfighting here and there, but like you know, like." We can see the how horrific it is. Like we, oh, yeah. we're experiencing. Well, it that, I think that's
4: the beauty. You don't actually see any of the yeah. conflict, and we you don't just see that. the yeah. aftermath of everything.
2: Well, Even like in the trenches at the start, they're talking about, "Oh, we've just been shot to shit." Oh, that's our captain. You're standing on the dead, and it's just yeah. a bloodstain. You know, like you're yeah. like, "Oh, jeez." The only sort it's of all, battle it all happened is yesterday. And
3: when he gets yeah. to the um, when he gets to Quasi, um, and um, and they've just gone over the top, and there's that bit where he's running across. Oh, coming f- the <laughs> chills, scene? man. Oh. Chills with that <laughs> scene, oh. and it's great because he actually gets taken out by a couple of guys and just yeah, just he runs keeps, keeps getting up and, and mm. keeps going. That's a great scene.
1: Oh, it's, yeah, it's so good. And the other thing, like with um, you know, with the with the tension that French village at night, and the only light the we get is, is the yeah, the the only light we get is from the odd flare, mm. and, and the, the,
3: the church that's on fire.
1: Yeah, but oh, holy like crap, the, the cinematography and in, in through all that sequence was just phenomenal because you, yeah. there are moments where you can't see anything at all. Mm. Yeah, um,
4: so that the Germans that keep actually, like just coming out of nowhere, just appearing. Yeah, 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 just appearing
1: yeah. out of the shadows. You know, yeah. like oh,
2: that scene to me. So there's 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 a couple of movies I've got a few select, but there's two like scenes in two separate films that I call like these are for me like some of the coolest or best scenes ever. This is one of them, that scene where he's running through the town of Acroos mm. and like with the music oh. and the lighting and it's it's just it's gets powerful, me every time. Yeah. I'm like it's so powerful. And the other scene actually is out of Mad Max Fury Road when the truck is driving next to the giant sandstorm tornado and the music's playing it's like nah, nah, nah. and like the, you know it's, it's just and every time I watch that I'm like wow this is unbelievable Whoa, movie. Guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like, get that same. When thing. you're saying the music's playing,
1: thing. is it that blind demon guy with the guitar, just like <laughs> yeah? No,
2: no, no, not that. No, 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 no. It's 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 a really powerful scene. If I can, I'll send it to you if I can find it. It's like orchestral, and it's like it's just. Oh, it's I'm actually, I'm actually kind of amazed
3: at. That- we haven't done any of the Mad Maxes, and especially Fury Road. I thought someone would have. Yeah. I thought uh, you
2: would have chosen one. some a long time ago, mate. I thought yeah, it's was, almost the realm,
3: you know? Mad my
1: list. You know, do another Rocky type thing and just lump them all on just us, just maybe, make as well yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The
4: um, uh, the flares I was the feature ad I was watching. It's a really cool little feature ad on on uh, YouTube. Uh, mm. and so and again, everything was rehearsed to the point where all the flares were on tracks. So they could, and w- and in the little model, they've got the mm. tracks, you know, at scale with little lights on them so they could see what the light was doing to the little model village. Get the shadowing <gasps> right. That's sick. Call, call back yeah, to cool. Hot Fuzz
3: on the model village. <laughs> <pitch>. but, um, <laughs> would it be a, big cop in would be a big cop in a little town. <laughs> Fuck yeah. off to the model village. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs>
4: But yeah, so all the, all those flares oh. in, in through the village were all on tracks and all yeah. timed specifically oh, so they would light so cool. the right part at the right time and yeah, just
2: like again that that the planning, te- so the fun. technical oh. majesty of this film. Mm. Well, actually another another thing about this film, actually same with Mad Max Fury Road, it was actually filmed in sequence.
4: Yeah. Yeah, wasn't yeah, it had. I didn't realize. Yeah. It. I, I didn't realize it, it had first, to have been because like, oh, to match up, to get all those rehearsals right, and to match up mm. the, those those invisible edits. Um, mm. Yeah, you would have had to have done it in sequence. It was such a a linear so, story.
1: Al, going back before how I said, hey, I was looking for edits. I'm going to be honest. I didn't see any. Um, what what sort of places were they targeting? Like if so they walk behind a tree or a... it's
4: it was a yeah it was a classic like something something fills the whole screen you know Yep. so they'd walk behind something or they work through a doorway like they walk through an archway into that cherry orchard yep um, and they pop mm. out the other side or they walk through the house was another one or they go into the mine. There's some because they
1: I read some somewhere that you know some of the scenes. Yeah, because some of the scenes they said, oh, you know, there'd be the old one that was like, you know, 12 to 30 seconds, and then there was one that was like nine minutes or something. Yeah, I you think know, eight, like cr- eight or yeah. nine
4: was the longest, yeah. the longest one. Like, there aren't many. Mm. To
0: be mm.
2: fair, there aren't many. Mm. Um, yeah, there's, there's a couple of jarring. There's one that actually really annoys me. It's the... Um, because it actually like because it's obviously a, it's a digital effect that they've added and it just doesn't look nice and it's a rock when he's floating down the river and there's this one particular rock that does that so that they yeah. can obviously cut the shot and it just looks shit I'm like oh man I don't know maybe it was the apprentice's day on the yeah. digital digital effects team for that day it just looks it just I, looks, pox yes yeah, But I
3: started thinking about where the edits were and things like that and then I was just mm. I just tried to you forget about it? it and just I just wanted to lose myself That's in it. the film yep. and it was such an easy film Like you literally, like if, when, as you guys are saying, it's like, but I I, I purposely said, don't try to look for him. Just let's enjoy this film. Yeah. And God, it felt like you were there with him.
4: Tim, the, the Bill and Ted reference for the edit technique is when they possess their, when Ted possesses his dad and the other Mm -hmm. cop, Uh and then they walk out of the police station and they start coming out of their ears. Mm. And then and then a, a police car goes past and then the the actors standing there. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's it's that yeah. it's that technique. Great. Bill and yeah. Ted Bill and Ted did it first basically. Be-
1: and that's the thing like <laughs> I figured it would be stuff like that. Yeah. And but I just didn't see many of them. I yeah. thought nah, that, it can't just be that. It's
4: much better done because it's the gimmick of yeah. the film. Yeah. Yeah. You okay. know, lots of time and effort would have been put into them. Yeah. As opposed to, we've got to make this work.
1: And it's such a mammoth task. Like, yeah. I can't imagine, like, you know, whoever, who were the, who were the screenwriters for this? I, uh, um, What's his name? She wrote it as well. Sam
4: Mendes wrote it as well.
1: I just, I can't imagine. Christy Wilson Cairns. Can you imagine sitting down and explaining this to a board to say, well, you know, it's going to need this and this and this. And like, that's, yeah. it's such a huge undertaking. Yeah. It's well, I'm,
2: like you were saying earlier with with a there's a lot of scenes where I actually thought there would have been cuts uh, where I was like oh yeah that that little wipe or that little you know thing coming across the camera that's a cut when in actual fact um, there wasn't a cut there there was a couple of them like that scene the scene at the end um, well I'll kind of I'll kind of change the direction of what I'm saying here a little bit I, I watched the, the featurette. There's actually a couple of them. I've got this on Blu-ray and there's there's quite a number of the little featurettes and they talk about, sure one, would be. about all the camera work. Yeah, they talk about all the camera work they had to do and what they have to do with the cameras in order to continue a shot. Yeah, I'm you know, sure they this ca- is. film-wise, this is a logistical
3: nightmare. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so they happy. came
2: up with all these... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh they God, came God, up with God, all these, right. Right. these, the these effort amazing was well received. gimbals.
3: We are grateful.
2: Yeah, yeah like... But they would transfer. What they would do is they'd have a camera on a gimbal, um, and it's obviously remote operated by someone off to the side, which is not uncommon to be honest, uh, for like a camera on a gimbal and things like that. But you know, you'd have a dude or two dudes literally running with this camera, following the protagonist or for a particular shot. And what they would do is they would then handball the camera off, like it would have like a hook mount. Well, I mean, sometimes it was literally just a piece of scaff pipe with some clamps, and they would literally hook it onto the back of a car. So, for example, cool. the scene at the end when they're battling when they all the guys are going over the trench wall so what they're doing is they're running through the trench and there's literally like one or two guys filming our protagonist and then when he gets out of the trench and, they, and he starts running what they've actually done is they've hooked the camera onto the back of this car that's got this big oh, telescopic crane, arm and like oh it's that's so cool. the way they do it I, I, yeah, I highly recommend it. If you can find additional uh, featurettes about, about the camera work, there's one specifically about the cameras and how they had to, you know, there was a, they approached this company and, like, they hadn't even released this particular camera yet, but it was, like, a miniature version. You know, they film in, like, 8K or something, like some ridiculous, uh, f- you know, frame rate and pixel rate. And it's just like, you know, like, they're like, oh, we'll use these cameras, and they haven't even been released yet, you know, yeah, like, because they're perfect for us. and yeah, I highly recommend if you can find that and watch that stuff. It's awesome. It's I really found
4: good. I found a really cool channel on YouTube by this guy called uh, Thomas Flight, and he did a. There's one of his is um, about the editing, about the you know, it's like it's called How 1917 Edits Without Cutting, and it's all I mean, about it's all about the blocking, and how yeah. they get around, you know, doing a. Two shot and a reaction shot and all this sort of stuff with Mm. and and how the camera is such a big part of that and how Mm. it moves around. It's really good. I'm I'm really excited to dive into a bunch more of his stuff. But um, Mm. yeah, it was it was super good. It's not very long, but um, it's really good.
2: Yeah, I mean, even like some of those like those. Parts where I thought they were blocking, like even like I think there's a couple of points where the camera transitions through a window. I think it's in the farmhouse. Yes, we go from internal to external. Yeah, and you're like, oh, that must be maybe they've done a digital effect. They've done a they've done an inside to outside and yep. you know, applied like a digital effect. But no, it's literally just them passing the camera through the window. Yeah, amazing. Like it's so how about like simple. But how was right that? Really? Like you don't
1: like you're thinking all this sort of stuff and you just have no idea. You just like mm. until you they actually tell you, no, 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 we actually pass the camera through the yeah. window.
2: Because I mean, I've watched this. I've watched this so many times. I've I, like I said I own this on Blu-ray and this is one of these movies like you know this is why I have a ridiculous home cinema like mm. it's movies like this like I'll crank mm. it up and and just immerse myself in this yeah. it's just it's now,
3: so good now that I've seen it I'm kind of you know obviously with the COVID thing if we were able to watch this go down to the Sun Theatre and and watch this this oh. would have yeah. been unreal um, it would have been so great um, on it's big really cinema great. and like I noticed just in the in when I was doing the um you know the the aspect ratio that it, it was IMAX this in, in IMAX Wow. This would have yeah. been unreal. Yeah. <laughs> this would've like been just, so like
4: engulfing.
3: Not and not for its digital for effects, for its reality. Mm. You know. Mm. Um just would yeah. have
4: been Well it's the it's the it's the marrying of the two is mm. you know, is what not enough people say, you. you know, I bang on about it all the mm. time on this show. It's like it's using both in the right place as an effective tool. It's yep. not one's mm. better than the other. Like yeah, this yeah, film yeah. wouldn't be possible without either of those things, uh-huh. you know. Like, yep. yeah.
2: It's funny because there's so many things in this film that I, like, again, like, I was so surprised watching the featurette, and I thought the scene where they're walking through the artillery field with all the exploded ca- cannons, I actually thought I was, lo- I remember looking at them and going, I think a lot of those are digital. I don't think a lot of those are real. I don't think they've made them. I think a lot of the ones further in the background are just digital, and they've thrown them in. Uh, and even with the old artillery shells, you know, I was like, Oh, you know, they must. I think a lot of those are digital, but they're not. They're actually nah, there. They're real. But I'm like, are, yeah. it just looks so. I don't know. And again, telling I,
4: such a story like those mountains of shells, oh, all insane. landed like, on where all, they just they? came from. Yep. Like, that's yeah, that's what they uh-huh. were, That's what they've been receiving. Like, mm. yeah.
1: well, they mentioned that before, didn't they? That they said, you know, don't fall in a hole because you probably won't get out. You know, because yeah. they're yeah, so they're, big, they're
3: deeper than you think they are yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but even that like even when they're walking they get through the barbed wire and they go past the bowing man um, which is this dude that's just barbecued just you know S- stuck uh, in barbed stuck wire. on the barbed wire yeah, um, yeah. and then just like they're, they're obviously so used to just death by this stage in the war like we're getting to the near the end of, of, of the war you know it's it's what it's the start of 17 it finishes in the start of 18. Um, yeah, mm. or it's the, sorry, actually in the end of 18
4: It's the day uh, the US joined.
3: Yeah,
4: um, <laughs> April sixteenth or whatever it was.
3: The like the just the the amount of bodies that they just pass on of just dead mm. people just yeah you know floating or half you know arms and legs and just bits and pieces of and just it's you know that it's horrific. Yeah. actually
2: that. That that, bro- that just reminded me of something. I, I remember looking this up ages ago and I was kind of like, I couldn't really understand the reasoning for it or whether it was just something they had to deal with. At the start, um, Schofield, he catches his hand in the barbed wire and it kind of gets him real deep, real nasty. And then he ends up putting that same hand accidentally into a oh. in dead body Oh my God. God. <laughs> yeah. And I, oh, God. Yeah, I was like, that's really gross. But I remember thinking at the time, I'm like, oh, is there some kind of significance to that? And I looked it up And I was like, oh, you know, what does it mean that he's had this injury on a filthy battlefield and he's put it into a rotting corpse? And a lot of the... I I didn't come up with any definitive answers. There's nothing really, like, from, you know, any of the film crew that say, oh, yeah, this means this. But what a lot of people said, and what there was a few uh, kind of medical people chiming into this, um, maybe it was a Reddit thing or something, now talking about, like, yeah, that's probably a death sentence. He's probably going to die from that. Mm. Like, he'll get... He'll get an infection, like, because that, you know, the little barbed wire goes pretty deep. He's put it into this rotting corpse, and he's, he's, it's likely he'll get, like, was it, like, sepsis or something, or, like, yeah, gangrene, sep- like, yeah, sepsis. Septic- he, yeah. yeah, he's, he's going to end up with a significant problem because of that. Mm. Um, and it's just like, well, wow, you know, like, to think that just this barbed wire, and that's
3: what done him in, you know, but whether I'm he actually dies up. or
2: not, we don't know.
3: When was penicillin invented? <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. Just when you thought this wasn't an educational podcast, hey, we come out with this kind of hey, stuff. Hey, just while Brad's here. Put it this that. way he would have died because he's, <laughs> yeah. he's about 10 years too early. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, and I, um, that was the thing. It was supposed to be super significant that
2: he did that.
4: You know, yeah, so.
2: right. Sorry, Al, what were you. No, saying? no, that's right.
4: On a, on a complete side note, I was having a squeeze at uh, Christy Wilson, Kansas. IMDb, who's the other screenwriter? Mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
4: And I got very excited because their latest project is very mysterious, but it's all the right <laughs> words in one <laughs> sentence. And it Just says 2025, untitled Taika Waititi Star Wars film. Yes, I'm oh, like, no way. I don't care what that is. I'll go see that. Yep, yep. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. There's my ticket. Well done. Good marketing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Can it just be called that?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah
3: don't exactly. Don't even give it, if, yeah. Yeah, give
4: it an episode, just call it Untitled Taika Waititi Star yeah. Wars film. Hey, have you seen <laughs> the new Untitled Taika Waititi Star Wars film? <laughs> it was great. It's it great. It great. great. <laughs> I know, right?
1: So there Sorry. are uh, there are some big names in this. There's Colin Firth in this. Oh, yeah. The Batch, the Cumberbatch is in this.
2: Cumberbatch, Batch. yeah.
1: Um, and they Jesus, all nice really up. have, like, maybe one and a half minute scenes. Like... Mm-hmm. I, I was actually really impressed with the fact that they just serviced the story as part of their inclusion. And it's
4: interesting though. They kind of came and went, I guess they, they, I found it a bit distracting.
1: Uh, here we go. Especially, yeah. I, I did too. Especially actually, by yeah.
4: Cumberbatch because
1: his reveal,
4: it's a, re, it's a definite reveal. And yep. by that stage, you're expecting someone famous because we've seen, you know, like Colin Firth pops up and you're like, Oh, it's Colin Firth. Mum will be pleased. Hmm. And then, hundred percent. Yeah. And then the 100%. next one is Mark Strong, right?
1: Yeah. And man crush. I got a man crush on that dude. But it's you only see you only see his,
4: only true see true, his feet at first. But you know, but it's you hearing. know it's him. And you yeah, have, Some yeah, good that's feet, Mark though. Strong. You, and so, you kind of
3: expecting him to be in this film though. Like I hadn't seen it, and I was kind of like, I was kind of expecting him to be like this. General or or some form of high-ranking officer yeah. in this film, I was kind of expecting, yeah. and I was kind of happy when I saw him. It's like, mm. but then, mm.
4: but then, by the time Cumberbatch comes along, there is a definite pause. There's a definite like reveal of yeah. Of, uh, he doesn't immediately name? turn uh,
1: around, Colonel yeah.
4: McClunkey or whatever it is,
1: Oates, Colonel
4: Oates, <laughs>
2: Colonel Oates. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, and so I was, a, you know, I was a bit like. Who is it? Who is it? Oh, better than cover match. Nice, you know. Yeah, like it's a, it's a bit of a.
1: It was a. Um, it was. Oh, I've lost it. Continue. Don't worry. I'll come back Just, to me. And
4: and because they <laughs> actively put, um, you know, new people in as in as our leads. You know, they were Hollywood nobodies, as it were. Well, you know what m- it was. You know Morris what it was? Does have a Formula One career to go back on after. His oh, of course, of course.
1: <laughs> it was. You know what it was. It was a Matt Damon in Interstellar. It was that kind of reveal. Exactly. Yeah.
4: Exactly. You talk about this guy the whole film, and then when you actually meet him, oh, he's someone very famous.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's not Doctor Man. That's that's Matt Damon. Think, that's
2: Matt Damon. It, yeah. Do hmm. you think exactly it would have it less of an impact? Yeah. Like, do you think that scene would be like less impactful if it was just. You know, like not a nobody, but someone was just like, Oh yeah, I think I've seen that guy in a few things well, like, Do you think it's it's far more impactful because it is him though?
1: I feel like it's less impactful because it's him.
2: Yeah. Yeah, right. I don't know, I, like it could I feel like
1: been... it didn't it didn't, it didn't need to be anybody we knew, I don't think, because no. it's, yeah. it's it's a, it's a person of authority that he's trying to reach. It doesn't have to be a big name. Mm. And I think yeah. based on the fact it was a big name, probably detracted from it a little bit. Yeah. Well, like I'm no, very
4: surprised didn't we didn't see it. I'm very surprised we didn't see uh, Stephen Fry in this film, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah,
4: in in a similar role, or there could have been a Hugh Laurie. I mean, I'm basically just rolling off the black out of the fourth <laughs> cast. But... <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh man. Yeah. Um, do you Um, think that having these guys like obviously these are big name actors that have very very small parts in these films Mm. do you think it was something for especially at the time when this film was made being the hundred years of and and all that sort of stuff that it was literally like this is a film they wanted to be part of purely because of the historical significance of this film and at the time yeah maybe Mm, possibly I reckon if I was an actor and it was like we're doing this film and it's about this and this is the timing and it's going to be released and things do you want to be in it I'd be like yep You've there got three may have
4: done that, I mean there may have been a chance they needed some names to sell it. I mean yeah by, true. I mean look, by this stage Sam Mendes has got a pretty good backlog. He's you know yeah, He's he, doing did, it right. he did American Beauty, yeah. he did Jarhead.
0: Yeah.
4: Um mm. he did two he's done the two most recent Bond films at this point like mm-hmm. you know, he's he's, he's, ba- a, he's a bankable director. Yeah.
2: It's so interesting ahead. with Jarhead that it's it's another war film where there's a lot of violence depicted but we don't actually see any but not a lot of conflict yeah yeah
3: yeah
1: that's that that film is purely almost around all the toxic masculinity in the army really isn't it like that's (laughs) it's pretty much what the movie's about yeah
3: and and serious
4: drug addiction
1: and yeah. (laughs) yeah
4: and it's interesting like this won three oscars and they're all technical um it didn't win any acting which you know i feel it could have been justified i mean this was the parasite year Parasite won best film
2: uh, oh, um, yeah
4: yeah but I don't know I but as we like you know the, the
3: Oscars it's, it's there's so much politics that go on behind the scenes too. the, the, the best is, film of the yeah. year just because this was probably might have been the best film for us of that year doesn't mean it was for someone else but we all know it's a politics yeah. so it, like you know there's a lot of times where hands down yeah, obviously this is the best film of this year because yeah. of blah 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 this is yeah. what the Academy is looking for okay done whereas yeah, I don't know sure. mm. This. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah this, it's this interesting though. I feel like Parasite
4: is... is. haven't
3: seen it, so I can't say.
4: Yeah, right. Oh, I, dude. Oh, it's awesome. I think it's a lot... I don't think it's his... It's not my favourite film of his, but it's mm. good. But I don't know. Mm. I feel like this fits more in line with that Academy um, mm. perception. I don't yeah. think the fact anyway.
3: that... I don't think it detracts from the film at all. It's still, no, no, no.
4: I just, I'm just Mr. interested. I'm just cinemat- fascinated. Cin- cinematography. Well, I definitely feat. think it earned the three. It got, it got, um, yeah. It got director of photography. It got VFX and it got sound. So, it's it oh, absolutely, you know, deserve
2: those. The, f- the freaking music in this is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like the score, like the the guy uh, Thomas Newman. He did he did the music. Newman and it's just... <laughs> Newman! <laughs> it's just incredible. Like, I just... I, I'm, like, I'm a big fan of, like... I you know, love a movie with good music, but this is just next level. And especially the scene where... Because it's all very grand. Like, you yeah, he's got the whole orchestra playing. But then there's that one scene where it's just that one soldier singing.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. And that scene, haunting. man, like,
2: that is just... Haunting. I mean, it's haunting, but it's, it's unbelievable. You know, he's just like, man, like... There's... I don't even know what to say. Geez, were those the
1: just... were those the easiest troops to ambush or what? Like, no one even noticed him walk up and just sit down. <laughs> <I did think laughs> that. Oh, yeah. Where'd you come from? <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, oh right, you're right, um, mate.
3: <laughs> but that's a, that's another scene where he's he's literally just about dead. He's done. Like there is zero energy left, and he's mm. just about yeah. to pass out. And he's like, I'm looking for the for what is it? The second or whatever. I can't remember the battalion he was looking for. And it's like well, the Devons, the Devon Ten. It's like where it, and then it's like he's up again. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. he's found his about four hundredth wind, <laughs> and yeah, you yeah. Know, the, poor, the poor dude has been through, literally been through hell and back. It's like he, he he's almost died ten times. He's been shot at, and blown up. Yeah, well, I've lost his you mate. He's talked about
4: You talked about it before, Brad. That when he's on the in the river. And he, like... I see that as, like, falling asleep. Like, he... It looks like he falls asleep. It's he's this exhausted. actual... It's this actual yeah. moment of respite. And you realise, you're like, oh, yeah, he's been on the go hmm. since the start of the film. Like, he... And yeah. he hasn't slept. He hasn't eaten anything. Like, But also, by that, that stage, he's memory. also
3: got a, a pretty decent head injury and he's lost a hell of a lot of yeah. blood. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um,
4: <laughs> is this... Like, may I propose in the seriousness of the film, is this a gritty reboot or a gritty telling of Where's Wally? Because throughout...
3: (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have to expand on this one else. Well, I just feel (laughs) like throughout...
4: I can see this as a gritty version of the book because he starts the journey with all this gear... He's got his hat He's got his rifle And he's got his bag And his camera And his goggles And, and his dog oh, And he shit. keeps losing and his magic the, scroll He keeps losing things As he goes Oh, oh now he's lost his hat Now he's lost his rifle Now he's just running He's lost all his gear Yeah I was like Oh I wonder
1: God who designed those hats I tell you yeah. oh. oh man yeah. what
2: the, what That's the I freaking love that
1: Oh the other The
4: other bit of shame I felt upon myself And my pop culture knowledge you know he's in. He he gets he gets into that town and he meets the woman who's looking after the baby. And The camera turns around and the baby's in the drawer. And all I could think about was Kearney from The Simpsons where they-
1: <laughs> <I> sleep, in <laughs> a I sleep in a
4: drawer. <laughs> <laughs> I was
2: like, "Oh Al, what are you Al, doing?" <laughs> oh man, I love that. <laughs> you know what? You don't know bother me about that scene. Actually, there is one thing that annoyed me. It's when he leaves, goes upstairs, opens the door, walks out. Didn't even close the door behind him. <laughs> just leaves it open for any soldier to come <laughs> How in. How was the like, on, is to it, cameraman? Dude, like, <laughs> I know. it's practical and like, but it just bothered me. I just noticed it. And I was like, ugh.
3: I can't. I can't say there being uh, too many, if any, logical jewels uh, from this film. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Hey, 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 boys, boys, boys. We're really kicking on. Okay. <laughs> we keep doing this, but we're really kicking on. Um, there's a lot, lot to talk about in this film. You, you know, there's a lot to talk about.
1: You know the scene um, where he, after he meets um, Mark Strong and he gets on the, the truck and they get bogged mm. and they're, mm-hmm. they're pushing it out and there's that absolute douchebag at the very end. He's at the, back, Is it the, the, the young, back. The young guy. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. The guy the who guy, says
1: yeah. don't, don't mess this up pretty much when he... Mm when he He's gets like, off. Don't it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's this I don't I'm not sure if I'm seeing it or not, but when when they're pushing the the truck and they all it's a moment when the whoever's the platoon leader or whatever says, "Oh, come on guys, let's help." and they all get in and start pushing and the camera pans around to the left and gets a side on view of them pushing.
0: Mm.
1: That guy's on the other side. And I swear to God, he's looking—he's looking right at the camera and smiling. Oh, really? Yeah. No.
3: It's like a Dodge split God, second.
1: A, I'll see if I can find a, as a photo. See if I can find a photo of it. But it just—I'm oh. <laughs> just like, of course, it was that guy.
2: Man, how did you notice that?
1: <laughs> it's um, yeah. It, oh man! But um, wow,
2: no, I didn't notice that. Uh,
1: one. This is—I don't know if anyone knows, but this really reminded me. Um, I kind of thought about it of like a World War One version of the story of Pheidippides. Does anyone know about Fidipides?
4: Not familiar. Not enough.
1: So Pheidippides is why we have the Marathon. Marathon, um, yeah. Yeah. So he ah. he ran from Marathon back to Athens to um, to announce the victory against the Persians or whatever. Um ah. and um, and upon arriving and announcing he then collapsed dead with exhaustion. But the um, I just, I, I had a, because I think Mendez, he based this off his grandfather, right? Like the yeah. stories from his yeah. grandfather in the war and stuff. Um, I so, yeah. And I just felt that it was a, it's a cool story because it's, it's another layer in the war machine of you've got all these messengers that are constantly going everywhere mm. to deliver these Things and they're making or breaking certain these super crucial orders. Yeah. Yeah, correct. And there's going to be plenty of these guys that get killed along the way and fail, and therefore, you know, send, you know, thousands of troops to their death or whatever. It was just really reminded me that there was the integral part that people play in mm. in these
4: and and I found that really powerful, uh, despite the Cumberbatch. <laughs> you know, when he's like. You know when he he gets the orders and he reads them and he's like, call it off, and he's like, all right, fuck off, like, mm. Mm. just you're done your bit, you're done, That's get it. out of here, go back to work. Mm. Like, there's no, there's nothing. It's amazing, and then that the other guy is like, you did great,
2: well like, done, lad.
4: Yeah, but you know it's just that like, but yep, he, the, you did it, great.
3: Cumberbatch's character also says it's like, well, you know. It's like, next week they're going to yeah. tell us to go over the top again like, Exactly right like, like, you know,
1: the decision will change in a week And yeah. that'll, you know mm. I, I mean, I tell you what geez, the, the Germans will be real in Cumberbatch Because he, he stopped this front, technically And he also, you know, broke Enigma for World War Two. So <laughs> he's, he's all over the place The batch Hello. is oh, just mate. He's just shooting swishes, like, everywhere at the moment Yeah <laughs>
3: And he's I and he's that. a time lord as well, so you know. He is <laughs> <laughs> he is trained right, in trained in Nepal, yeah. Doctor Strange. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shit. Alright. <laughs> um,
1: uh, we're kicking on. Um yeah, we uh, are absolutely kicking on. Thank course. you, Jules. Well, look, yeah, now it's are. time for a very a favourite but a not too sure what we're gonna do this time round. It is time for Every film has a shared universe. Jump (laughs) back.
2: Yeah. Well, look, this one for me has to be military related. So obviously, you know, something to do with the Oates uh, Military College. Um, You know, so you know, I don't really know how you'd make the connection there, but obviously, some family military descendants started the. I mean look Came over to America Like who knows look, like I want to
4: make a I want to make a princess's connection Somehow
2: Oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh Jolly old From England Jolly mm. old England <laughs> Maybe you know, Maybe his wife somehow. Schofield's wife The one that he keeps Looking at the picture of You know we see mm. it then Maybe that Is like Family descendant uh, of the princesses, well, or of their family, you know, could, I mean, could be family. I mean, he could be family. a descendant.
4: I think it's yes, you
2: know, the best
1: <laughs> we could possibly. Yeah, have I mean, at the end of the day, yes. you know, Bill and Ted live in the world. They live in the real world. They these are historical events. World War One and World War Two would have been things that Bill they studied and Ted in their history class. Well, correct. Oh, I, 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 yeah, I don't yeah, really. We got to remind ourselves that the link doesn't have to be this, this big, flamboyant <laughs> kind of you know lines going everywhere. This guy's connected to this guy. I feel like this is merely more just a it's a, a real a real event that happened in the world, you know the of history, the built. Yeah. I mean, World Beautiful. War One and World War Two are real things in the Bill and Ted universes yep, and that sorts
4: us out for mm. every future war film too yeah I
1: mean it's that is true yeah it's it's not great entertainment for listeners but at the end of the day I don't really see what else you can do there however mm. listener
4: if you have a better idea of how we could connect we have magnets 1917 we have magnets to the BTU drop us a line let us know We're get a desperate. magnet
1: getting desperate well, we you know we've given we've given a proper way already, so we've proven that we stick to our words. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, let's let's get some let's get some involvement. I reckon <laughs> you can do it, listener. <laughs> Please, <laughs> other than Lindsay, yeah, <laughs> um, maybe <laughs> other than the same two dudes.
3: <laughs> nah, falling <laughs> just... on magnets. It was just brought up then, but uh, another one that was a visually impacting film with really hardly anything in it. Right at the end, where he's sitting at the tree, and he's done his job, and he's looked at the photo, and it turns over, and it's just got written on the back, Please come home. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) It's like,
2: okay. And it's and it's good. interesting because he basically he finishes the story not, not to start going on about it he basically finishes the story doing the same thing mm. that he started He's the back story under doing, the tree you know, again tr- back mm. under a tree yeah. You know, like yeah just resting
1: yeah. so. right. good wow good choice Jules good yeah choice, really Jules. good choice man
2: yeah one of my favourites to be honest
1: mm. and as as I said uh, last episode I watched. I watched this on a plane for the first time so as you can imagine the second viewing was way better <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, have sad. you got Jules have you got Dunkirk as well yes yep. uh, yeah yeah. I've, I've only ever seen Dunkirk on a plane um, so Timmy, think- Timmy
2: can back this up that coming here and watching films is an experience mm. Mm. you will physically be involved in the film cause yeah you watch some, them loud your ears will bleed can't go anywhere <laughs> to watch
4: it's films amazing. Mm.
2: Uh, once we open up I've we'll got to sit here and ladies. eat four
4: chalk tops on behalf of you guys
2: damn <laughs> yeah definitely so wow uh, what's next ratings oh
1: uh, uh, yes ratings, ratings? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done <had> ratings yet
2: <laughs> well this is my this is my film so I guess uh, I guess I'll go first um, yeah super 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 powerful film um, you know over yeah just it is yeah overpowerful um, it's Visually incredible You're just On board with You know This guy for the whole time You know like This This is up there This is probably This probably gets I'd go with like 140% for this This yeah. is I just This movie just Blows my freaking mind So mm-hmm. 140% so oh. it's way up there
1: I I'll go I, I'm probably about 120 I reckon Like I Yeah Yeah I adored it And I will watch it again Easily because there are just some scenes that yep. just... Just...
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, that scene in a when he's running through a coost with a like it's just unbelievable. It's
1: amazing. Like, it's just some of... The way this thing's been shot, like, they turn yeah. just a guy running through ruins into just the most amazing thing. I don't, yeah, it's... Oh, it's incredible. Loved it. Absolutely loved it.
3: Cool. Well, I'll go. Um... I'm gonna be up around about Jules. I'm gonna give this one fifty. Um, this Whoa, was yeah, 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 right. This was a cinematic masterpiece. Um, mm. It was the the story was amazing. Everything about it was just unbelievable. Um, I loved it. Can't believe I hadn't seen it before. Well, I tried to, but mm. obviously I had technical issues. We tried. <laughs> um, we tried. But yeah, this is this was an unbelievable film. This is amazing. Just yeah, one fifty
4: nice uh okay okay nah <laughs> It's I've, I you know my scales like adjust from when I finish watching to this point and it's been going up and up and I'm Ooh. yeah I'm like struggling because Bill and Ted is so good <laughs> so good <laughs> but everything I love about cinema Yes, Ugh, cinema. Ugh, Everything cinema. I love about movies is in this film, right? <laughs> yes. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I love the, the technical execution of this film so much. Mm-hmm. Even though it's, like, quite egregious. It's quite, like, this is what we're doing. But yeah. just the more... I just like spending time in this form of storytelling. Um, because I find it fascinating. Because without it, without this gimmick of the one shot thing, this isn't a particularly fresh film.
3: No, not at mm. all.
4: There's really not a lot to it. It's, it's hinging largely on this storytelling technique and mm. I love it. Like it's, uh. it's really, I'm, I'm quite, you can probably hear I'm quite conflicted about it. Cause it's like mm. very gimmicky, but it's really, really good. Um, so I'm going to give it like 120, I think.
0: Okay. Oh, that's okay. awesome because
2: yeah. that means we've got a 120 a 130 a 140 and a 150
1: <laughs> yeah it's just like but, yeah. uh, but I mean I, uh, while I agree with you there Al I think there's still some of those scenes that would still be as impactful even if the rest of the film wasn't f- done in the same kind of single shot yeah I totally I mean? like,
4: agree there are definitely like mm-hmm. flagpole pieces Hmm in this film.
1: But you're right, it is but very much influenced by Like
4: it. I said earlier, the the momentum really caught me this time. The just being pulled along with no choice mm. is is what good directing is about. It's it's about being shown where to look when, being told what to hear, what to see mm. on the film. I want to be taken. I want to be passively taken on this journey with no decision in it basically no no yep. choice about
3: you're being dragged along
4: yeah and I really this time I yeah. found that really powerful I found that really yeah just yeah. really strong and influential on me so mm-hmm. this is a great movie like you know yeah. like I like films with solid practical effects like this is this is tech I've you know I've said it 100 times this is technically amazing.
1: And isn't that mm. isn't that amazing when you really boil it down that someone can bring all this kind of emotion out of a viewer simply by a technique that they're using to film? Mm. You know, like it's, magic, it's, though, it's it? not yeah, it's not necessarily always about the performance of the whoever's on screen. No, it's these little things that you know.
4: Well, it's, mm. this film feels definitely like a sum of all its parts. Right, like it—it it yeah. is all those things combined mm. yeah. that makes this so
3: successful. And mm. and, if, and if one of those things let it down, that's that's the let down. It would, st- it would stand has out. to work. Yeah, that's and right. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. everyone's working at one hundred and fifty percent on this. Mm. Yeah. And I'm sure, just if you had like being able to see what the the actors in it are seeing behind. With like a hundred people literally going bananas in yeah. full, almost yeah. their own battle stations to try and keep this camera yep. rolling through that it's whole It's like thing.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's like everyone's buying in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the shit that would
3: yeah. have been happening behind the, the camera would have been insane.
4: All the assistant directors that are wrangling all those people, like there's you know there's so much going on for this for this final piece of art mm. that is the, God, f- we, is the film. We almost work.
2: need a. We almost need to do a part two episode <laughs> to keep discussing <laughs> all the little tidbits. Yeah, because yeah. you like could
1: though. Like you could talk about almost yeah, oh, every totally. scene in this. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I could talk about like the their camera rigs and how that. I, I could spend hours talking about that.
1: Did you, you know, find like that on YouTube, Jules? Jam, that?
2: So. no, no, no. It's a part of my. It's because I've got a part of the Blu-ray. Blu-ray it's part okay, of the Blu-ray special features. Yeah, you'll have to show cool. me that at some um, point. Hmm. Yeah, they're not too long. Yeah, if you come over, I'll, or I'll just lend it to you or something. You know, you get you get it. So um, yeah,
1: cool. Yeah. Wicked Wow Alright uh, Al where could you find us please Before we uh, get on to what we're doing next You can uh,
4: Get a magnet on Facebook <laughs> By searching Sandema School of Film You can get a magnet on <laughs> Instagram By searching Sandema School of Film You can send an email to get a magnet By getting in touch At sandema'sfilm At gmail.com And Or just Just tell a friend
1: and look, they're bloody good you know, magnets. Like, yeah, know. Blake, I know I mean, we're talking them up a lot.
4: But
2: you know, Adams you made know.
1: some sick magnets, and they'll they turn will, your frid- they will yeah. turn your fridge around. I swear, they to God. will
2: hold yeah. some
1: stuff on your fridge.
4: <laughs> I've, got Maybe. A, I've got a
2: great collection of Sandemans magnets on my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, so. But get in
4: touch. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what you think about this film. We'd love to hear your requests because we we get amazing requests, and it's always excites us. See, that, that was a segue, Tim. Are you ready? <laughs> Segway I space. am ready. Well, it's time for a listener. Fantastic. And I don't know about you, but I had so much fun with a guest that I think we should get another guest on.
1: Oh, he's doubling.
3: He's doubling okay. down Double
4: on a guest. <laughs> yep. Uh, and so we're going to get an old friend of mine. Her name's Libby. Uh, who's a screenwriter.
3: Oh, so not your mum.
4: Not mum. Not your mum, yeah, I right. Don't know <laughs> Uh, another person called Louie. Uh, she's a screenwriter, and she has picked when Harry met Sally. <laughs> oh, have
1: not seen it. Have not. Ha- seen no, it. I, haven't seen it. Right. It. I haven't seen it.
4: Haven't seen it. I yeah, know right. the scene. We all know yeah, the scene, right? But yeah.
1: yeah, I always get this one confused with a, with a Tom Hanks one. Is it Sleepless made Manhattan? In Sleepless in Seattle. That's it. I always ah, get these two mixed up. Right. Don't know they, why.
4: Were, they were both written by the same person. If that helps. That
1: would. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. But we'll talk about that next.
2: Episode. So here you're saying that. Back in the day, Libby, your mum, chose a romantic comedy And now we've got another Libby on the show And she's also chosen a romantic man, comedy Man, the libbies they're ah, just They're, they're coming in strong yeah. This is, It's the Illuminati coming to get us <laughs>
3: <laughs> It's the Illuminati The Illuminati The <laughs> Illuminati That's almost that's as good as Shoe easy. Wick <laughs> <laughs> Yes <laughs> Oh, man
1: Oh, great stuff <laughs> So, yeah, um, so uh,
4: next week we're going to crowd up the booth. We're going to pick up another historical figure
1: and awesome,
4: squish nice. him in the booth.
1: Oh, looking forward to it. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, that wraps it up, awesome. everyone. Well, no Jules. People. Peace. Yeah. What did you say, Jules? You... Oh, no? no. I didn't say anything. Okay, fantastic. No. Sorry. <laughs> um, well, look, in that case, be safe out there, everyone. Look after yourselves and we'll see you in the circuits of time for our next episode. In the meantime, be excellent to your ears. Don't forget to potty on dudes. (音声) .